in life, in this world, many things are necessary to live. There are absolutes that one cannot do without in order for life to exist. Our own life, the life that we attribute to this world in nature, whatever we call existence, a knowing and conscious existence, there are some things we can't do without. We need air, right? We need air. We need the basic laws of physics that govern the universe, things like gravity, for example, right? Forces that make things happen, hold your atoms together, for example, or cause energy to be transferred. One thing that we absolutely need in order to be alive is water. If there's no water, there is no life. Our forefathers understood this well. It is true that water is a sign of cleanliness. We must be cleansed by water. Without water, cleanliness cannot be achieved. But without water, life itself cannot be achieved. In the church, we look to water, yes, for ritual cleanliness, but we look to it to regenerate and renew our life. Many years ago, thanks to Yeretskin's uh, efforts, we established this garden in the back of the church, which is utilized by our Sunday school when the season and weather allows, and on occasion, volunteers. It's been an educational experience for me because I, up until not that long ago, was not a very experienced or accomplished gardener. Uh, however, when the kids came, especially Sion, because he's a handful, uh, and Yeretskin's time was very much kind of uh, occupied with care for the children, I became the temporary custodian of the guardian. Uh, when I come back in the morning after dropping my daughter off from school, I spend usually half an hour or more in the garden pulling weeds, watering things, doing whatever needs to be done to help the garden grow. A few years ago, everything in the garden started to die. Everything started... And some places more than other, everything was dying quickly, and it was really frustrating, right? I mean, there's nothing... Even on the best of circumstances, a garden is a very frustrating thing to have to care for, because there's so much of it that's outside of your control. The weather, you know, the content of the soil, you know, the quality of the seeds, you know, all of these things. What can we do? We can do our best, but most of it's outside of our control. As the epistle says, God gives the increase in the end. We pray that God helps things grow because we can only do our portion. But whatever my portion was, it was clearly not enough because everything was dying. And it looked awful. And then we realized that the garden beds were not getting enough water. Even though we had irrigation set up throughout the garden, they should have been watered regularly two or three times a week. But for some reason, they weren't getting the water that they needed in order for things to grow. And I... I don't know anything about irrigation systems. I'm tearing things apart. I don't understand what needs to be done. I'm trying to figure this out. Nothing's working. I can't go out there every single day and water everything, right? I, 
This is, I'm not going to turn into a landscaper. I've got things to do. Uh, but despite my best efforts, nothing was working and I couldn't fix it. So we brought in the gardener. What's wrong with this? It's not working. Oh, well, you know, it's going to cost so much for us to have to diagnose this. And probably there's not enough pressure in the system. It's probably the water's just too weak and, and it's not going to reach everywhere. Um, you know, it, we're going to have to bring in new plumbing lines and it's going to cost thousands of dollars and et cetera, et cetera. Okay, no thank you. Uh, we had other ex more experienced gardeners come and look and they're checking the lines. Maybe there's damage in the lines. They can't figure out what it is. They were, spent a lot of time trying to figure out why this irrigation system wasn't working. Meanwhile, a year and a half, two years goes by. And nothing is growing the way that it should out there. Except for God's grace alone, most things are dying. And the things that are growing are the most tough and tenacious things. Earlier this summer, I'm going crazy. You know, invested all this time and energy, you know, and personal and spiritual sacrifice into this garden so it can beautify this church and serve the kids. And it's just, it's just not working. So I go to the little thingy, the timer, where... It's supposed to say, it's supposed to, you know, water two or three times a week or whatever. Works fine. The battery's fine. And there's this little tiny part at the tip of the timer where the hose connects into or the line that's the pressure regulator and the filter. I guess you have to put these things there for some reason. It's supposed to be there. I took it off. I reconnected everything. Meng on comment, goodbye tea. It's all of a sudden there's this huge rush of water. The whole there's water, you know, coming out of every hole in this thing, and it's just it's like way more than we need, and the garden's flooding. Okay? And do you know how much that part cost in the end to replace? It's like yeah, 50 cents. <laughs> all right, and now the garden's growing, it's wintertime, whatever. I was so proud of myself. I figured it out all on my own. I saved all the money. We didn't have to. To, to do any sort of big old thing about it. But in the end, it wasn't because the water wasn't there. It wasn't because the pressure was too low. It wasn't because there was some problem with what we had done. But it's because there was a blockage. There was the filter, the thing that was meant to make sure that what was going where it needed to go was clogged. And so life was gone. And everything was dead. Sometimes we come to the church because we need that renewal. We need the regeneration that comes from spiritual blessing. For us, it's a water that we receive that brings life to the very core of our hearts and our souls. And if we don't have that water, then spiritually we begin to wither and spiritually we begin to die. It has to be cared for on a regular basis. It has to be quenched whenever it's thirsty. Or just like our bodies, it will cease to work for us. And we will feel disconnection and isolation. We will feel dissatisfaction. We will feel, um, uh, we will feel uh, as though that we, we can't find satisfaction in this world that everything is working against us, and that everything that we ask and expect for from God is not coming to us. 
that we are the victims. But the reality of it is that sometimes we come to church and we just don't feel those needs being met. We don't feel that renewal happening. We don't feel that regeneration. We don't feel as though we're being quenched because there's a blockage there. There's something that's preventing the pressure from flowing through and reaching us in our hearts and in our spirits. It's there. It's waiting to just burst forward and be received in the way that God wants it to be received. There's no lacking in his blessings, but there's a blockage. That blockage for us is our pride. A blockage for us is our arrogance. That blockage for us is our hatred. That blockage for us is our inability to find goodwill and common peace with the people in our lives. That blockage for us never seems like it's really a blockage. It seems like everything else that's wrong. But the truth is, often that blockage is in our hearts, and it's preventing all of that um, abundance of life from reaching the place that it needs to go for us to thrive. Today, in blessing this water, our forefathers intend for this to be a cleansing of our spiritual system, a cleansing of that which allows us to be in relationship with God and one another for spiritual healing. As, li- as water gives physical life, this blessed water gives spiritual life. So my hope and my prayer is that we meditate on whatever it is that might be a blockage in our spirits, what in our own sinful natures has prevented us from receiving all of the blessings that God is ready to shed upon us for our own sake because of his love and generosity and visualize and imagine that that's being cleared away at this moment so that all of a sudden we can thrive and live as God has intended for us so that we can give glory to him as well as his father and seven as well as the son and the holy spirit amen amen